Hello, and welcome to another episode of Give Us This Day, Our Daily Lou. Well, I'll read a piece out of the Bhagavad Gita, and then I'll talk about it. Hope you're having a lovely Friday. We made it another week. Hope we'll make it many more before our nuclear holocaust. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, I don't know, though. Who knows? All right, here we go. Chapter 10, Divine Splendor. This is Krishna explaining the opposites of life. Then we'll touch on that. Discrimination, wisdom, understanding, forgiveness, truth, self-control, and peace of mind. Pleasure and pain, birth and death, fear and courage, honor and dishonor. Nonviolence, charity, equanimity, contentment, and perseverance in spiritual disciplines. All the different qualities found in living creatures have their source in me. Yes, I'll repeat it. Discrimination, wisdom, understanding, forgiveness, truth, self-control, and peace of mind, pleasure and pain, birth and death, fear and courage, honor and dishonor, nonviolence, charity, equanimity, contentment, and perseverance in spiritual disciplines, all the different qualities found in living creatures have their source in me. So, if you get to these ideas of the, what the Gita preaches, speaks on, doesn't really preach, just speaks on, you have to understand the unification of opposites, and then if you're going to go with everything is Krishna, everything is God, whatever you're going to say, Yahweh, the Spirit, even things you don't like, because it's all context. The raper, the beggar, the bar, they'll got their context. Everyone's just a living expression of everyone else. And you never know what you do in anyone else's shoes. That's the whole walk a mile in my shoes thing, you know? That's what that shit's about. And this right here with discrimination, wisdom, understanding, forgiveness, truth, self-control, and peace of mind. Pleasure and pain, birth and death, fear and courage, honor and dishonor, nonviolence, charity, equanimity, contentment, well, equanimity, not equanimity, equanimity, contentment, and perseverance in spiritual disciplines. All the different qualities found in living creatures have their source in me. So it's all from one, from the one to the two. From the two to the three, from the three comes the one back to the fourth, the axiom of Maria. Ancient alchem al alchemical texts. The unification of the opposites. From the one, which is Krishna, or unconscious, comes the two, an I and then a you. An I, a subject, and an object. Which naturally will come differences between the two. When we stuck in a one-sidedness way of one or the other is when we now have differences between two global wars and such, arguments, the whole nine, killing, murder, the spiel, blah, blah, blah. The three is the mediator of it. To be able to, end of the, in between, to hold the hands of the left and right, to unify now. From the two is a third. Now the three becomes one, which is the fourth. Because once you unify the three to have all the view, it's now back to one, and that creates the fourth. And the fourth is the unification. It's the four corners of the earth, the four elements, the four functions of, of the psyche. There's many ways of going about it. Now what this is here, 
again, discrimination, wisdom, all these opposites, is speaking on it's all from one. Opposition is needed in this world of electric charge. You know, we go from poles, polarity. We live in a world of polarity. Negative and positive charges and electricity flows from one into the other, causing creation. We're going to have opposing views. The idea is to be able to unify and get past the trivial nonsense so we could all coexist. That's what a peaceful world would be, that we each understand we have differences and can see each other, but then get past it and live with it instead of trying to kill each other about it. So it's an individual psychological expansion of consciousness, but it has to happen individually for the global to work in that sense. So we're talking here about the opposites. And Krishna's just saying everything is from one. Even all the hatred you have, all the love you have. You know, just as the mother births the child, the immense love that comes with that comes with an immense fear to lose that child. That is God, the opposites right there. Perfect expression of opposites. And we have those all the time to come to terms with them, to understand the love for the child. For me to ha have this love for the child, the, the, the fear part, the death of that child, the possibility of it exists. Now to get on with it, to have to expand, you, to have a new attitude on life instead of either constant fear. And you use that constant fear and express it through incredible connection of love and not the good love I'm talking about, like the, what's the word, like the over-parenting where you keep the kid in a womb until they're 20 and they go out on their own to college and they fucking go nuts. Things like that. We repress them instead of help them because we're stuck in our own attitude on things. So it's being able to get past those things instead of I am so petrified for my kids for possibility of losing my, the, my kid because I'm so in conditional love to them that I'm going to stifle them with this immense love, which is eventually going to repress and probably cause them to dislike me in some fashion or fuck up their neurotic ways. Rather than the attitude of, all right, there's the love, the death, and now let's rise above it and then work through that. And then it's the next one and the next one, unifications of opposites. From the two comes a third to be able to mediate. Once you start mediating, it comes back the one. But to get to step four, you need to utilize the mediator to create a new into the one to bring the fourth. You don't get to the fourth stage without getting out of the second and navigating through the third. And that's what you got to do to elevate attitudes and expand your consciousness in life. And that's what we're talking on here with explaining how they're all from one. It's to be indifferent to it all, to just as is, also, not be so attached to it. What did Buddha say one time? Oh, shit, I got it somewhere. He said some gangster shit. Uh, son of a gun. But it has everything to do with this right here about um, it's not. Buddha said something about like it's not our. Uh, it's not our preferences that cause the problem, but our attachments to them. OK, because you're pref you're going to pre preference something and it's going to be in opposition to that preference. So it's not that we prefer things. It's how we attach to them that cause us our strifes and tribulations and all that shit. So it's understanding the naturality of opposites and then transcending such through this transcendental function, which becomes the fifth. That's a whole nother talk. The fifth element, if you like that movie. Anyway. Discrimination, wisdom, understanding, forgiveness, truth, self-control, and peace of mind pleasure and pain, birth, death, fear, 
courage, honor, dishonor, nonviolence, charity, equanimity, contentment, and perseverance and spiritual disciplines. All the different qualities found in living creatures have their source in me. And as always, thank you for tuning in to WLOU, the smooth sounds of the Bhagavad Gita.